pick up the TV, I presume no. It probably will. You know, you can plug headphones into the Roku remote and listen. No. The other Roku remote you can. I don't know if you can that one. Oh. Say something into the mic. But stuff. Oh, yeah, I loved you. Or, I mean, whatever. I can do my regular voice. Oh, I should be a professional and turn my phone on. It's picking vibrate. you up splendidly. Splendid. It likes you today. Good. Das is good, yeah. I like it today as well. What, sweetheart? Yeah, go ahead. Do you want me to get you some? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just get the goddamn water, Chris. Jesus Christ. Are you wearing a onesie? Yes. They're pajamas. Punisher pajamas. You're a goddamn... <laughs> So, so she's like, she, this is what she does. She goes, I think you're cute. And there's that. But seeing you in a onesie in those sweatpants, no. Yeah, I'm on board, man. That's fucking wretched. Now, so let me tell you the story behind this. Because I had, my mom got me a Darth Vader onesie for my birthday or Christmas or something. Um, I think I have a brain tumor. Um, she got it for me for my birthday or mm -hmm. Christmas or something. And in that, uh, I was like, oh, this is delightful, and I'd wear it. And then she commandeered it. And she was like, oh, we'll just go get me a onesie. So a drunken night at Walmart, I think I've told you about this story, where you she did. was crying against the water cooler. We bought her this onesie because it's what she wanted. And then she's like, I don't like this one. I think I just want to stick with the Darth Vader one. And I'm like, Okay, I'll take the Punisher one. I like nice. the Punisher. So, I scored this, and it makes me look fucking jacked, and like I have jaundice. <laughs> you do, I because it. it I realize yellowy. now in this lighting that it is supposed to be flesh colored, and that that is a bandage on your arm. Is it a bandage or? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's a bandage. I didn't know if it was a bandage or a yeah. sweatband. Maybe he was. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Welcome to Who Wears the Pants, not me. Whoa, I'm not wearing <laughs> pants right now. That's hot. I am wearing a onesie. You are wearing a onesie. You're Pajamas. wearing a Punisher onesie. I'm Mike. That's Chris. Chris is wearing a fucking onesie because so, he's a goddamn child. So I've had footy pajamas <laughs> since like when I was a teenager. I was obsessed with getting some because they had them at Target. And my mom got them for me for Christmas. And I, I loved these stupid things, and I wore them all the time. Well, then you get to, like, I was, like, 22, 23 years old. I think I still had them when we first got together, didn't I? Okay, I got rid of them just before her and I got together. And uh, I kept them for as long as I could, and they wore out. And I was like, fuck, man, this sucks. Well, then a couple of years ago, lo and behold, they start coming out again. Now, these don't have the feet, so I don't feel as though they're completely appropriate, but... So I, I love them. I think onesies are shameful. Mm. One onesies are like the old woman haircut. We're like you've just accepted that no one wants to fuck you ever again, so you ruin yourself with that haircut. The onesie is like flirting with that. Like, would I be okay if nobody ever wanted to fuck me again? So I'm gonna put on a onesie and just see what it feels like. And that's that's me. Yeah. Now, right now. Yeah, and if you took that onesie off, you're fuckable again. Oh. But in, in the onesie. In the onesie. In the, in so if I unzipped it and whipped it out. Yeah. No, no, no. Not, not no, happening. you need to be completely, you can't have a toe in the onesie and be fuckable. Damn. Now, when you drop the onesie completely off and then give me 10 minutes to forget that you were wearing it, <laughs> then, you know what's gross though? I mean, on a guy, overalls, not, not a great look. Now, I have a pair and they're awesome. But on a woman, man, overalls are sexy. 
See, I the woman's got a good figure and she's wearing overalls. Ah, boner inducing. So against overalls, but Please I have the thing for it. sweatpants and scrubs. Mm, oh yeah, uh, sweatpants I think are so sexy. So yeah, scrubs, scrubs because the kind of woman who wears scrubs has seen so much. Right, she's seen so much feces and guts and dicks that it's going to take something really, really special to get her interested. Well, so Tara got a job where she has to wear scrubs mm-hmm. and immediately i was like boing you know <laughs> i was like yes fucking yeah. scrubs yeah so then she's like uh, hey you want to see what my scrubs look like out of me i'm like do i <laughs> so sometimes when she gets home from work i'm like hey come to our room i need to talk to you <laughs> and like my attempts at seduction when she first gets home from work are so full-hearted yeah okay Cause she comes up and I'm like, Hey, what's up? How are you? You look Sup, sexy. Girl. And she's like, get the fuck away from me. And mm. I'm like, Oh, you just got off work. And she's like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay, cool. Wow. That hurts. It it does. I don't even want to talk to you right now. Well, so generally, I mean, I don't want to talk to you. I'm just here. I just yeah, showed up. And you showed up. Um, but you know, she lives with me voluntarily. I think, is it voluntary? No. Mostly voluntary. No. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's that, but yeah, I love scrubs and sweatpants. Mm. Super attractive. Sweaters. Oh, I love wearing mm. sweaters. Pencil skirts. Mm. Pencil skirts are good. Mm-hmm. Pencil skirts are good. She Hulk and a pencil skirt. I am on board. She Hulk at all though. Yeah. Agreed. Now, do you, uh, did you ever watch she Hulk at the gym doing fucking leg presses, <laughs> just putting up tons? Oh. Did you ever see the Avengers porn parody with She-Hulk in it? No. Well, you don't want to watch it now because okay. China Doll played She-Hulk. Oh, wow. So you'd be spanking it to a dead lady, which no, is weird. No, I, I don't. Yeah. And China Doll is kind of not attractive kind of, to begin yeah, with. Very mannish. Very mannish. She yeah. could definitely have kicked everybody in my house's ass mm-hmm. with her dick. Um, <laughs> but that's neither here or there. Yeah, which is amazing about China because for a dick, it's small. But for a clit, it's comically large. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was that. But yeah, so it was weird because you watch uh, She-Hulk go to Pound Town with Thor and stuff. No, oh, nice. And, it, you know, it's some it's somebody, some dude that you've never seen that's not big enough to play Thor and certainly not big enough to be fucking China. Right. And he's like, I'm Thor. Look at my hammer. <laughs> and, he, you know, he pulls a sad little dick out and it's like, bro, come on. You're banging a chick that's 6'8 and weighs 220. Like, you're going to have to step up your dick game. Take some dick pills, bro. Stick up your dick. For dick pills don't work. I don't know. That's it's I've a fiction. I've never taken them. So, it's a fiction. You know what's funny is Insight years ago was uh, sued because their money back guarantee that they had mm-hmm. was basically false. They would make you write in from a, like, get written um, notation from a doctor that there was no actual enhancement that happened. Wow. Which who the okay, so you would sit in your living room, right, order your dick pills, and yeah. then they're like, Now you gotta go to your doctor who didn't have a point of reference in the first place to get a note that says, Oh yeah, no, dick pills aren't working for yeah. him. Yeah. And most people out of shame wouldn't go to their right. doctor for that. So they had to continue this subscription with these dick pills. So they were sued for a massive amount of money, and the judge and his uh his wording was they are preying on the perceived inadequacies of men and making it almost impossible for them to end subscriptions and impossible for them to honor their own money back guarantee. And I was just like, damn, insight, wow. fuck you. <laughs> How's that for natural male enhancement? No, you're absolutely right, though, because most people aren't going to go. There's no way. They're just they're too ashamed well, when they order dick pills. Exactly. And it's like, oh, you get your first dick pills free. Yeah. Do you? Is it actually free? I don't know. They're like, just give us a credit card. Yeah, I've never taken dick pills. I haven't either. I don't know. I, you know okay, so when I was I, when I was a kid, I overheard a conversation that two adults were having about some gas station dick pills, and it was like horny goat weed or something like that. And he's like, oh, it works. It works. And his girl was like, it works. It works. So there's always been that temptation to get the gas station dick pills for like the Viagra effect. So you can have that 10 hour long boner. And then you realize 
I couldn't do anything with a 10 hour long boner other than have to go to the hospital and yeah. have it drained. Other, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there, you know, there's that. Because your blood gelatinizes inside correct. your, yeah. And I think we've talked about this yeah, before, we have. but there's a spider that'll bite you and make that happen. <laughs> yes. So when let's the spider not bites you. Mm-hmm. Let's not, let's not repeat topics. Our listeners, they don't want to hear us talk about the same shit over Spider over. boners. Spider boners. And Banging it out with China doll. <laughs> Yucky. Well, she's dead now. It'd be really weird. <laughs> like, do you even have to tell her to sit still when she's dead? <laughs> sit still. Oh, that's not normal. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just thinking about Bill Cosby digging up China. Down. So funny enough, I was in the car today at work with um, a coworker. And we started talking about Cosby because we were talking about George Washington Carver, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he did not actually invent peanut butter, which we're led to believe. So we're like, what is he famous for? We start look, Googling lists of things that he accomplished. There was a bunch of stuff. He, oh, he was a scientist. What did he do? Can't find that. He may have worked with peanuts. He surely did not invent peanut butter. That was like 100 years before he was a thing and all kinds of bizarre stuff like that. So then we're then we start talking about the people who um fo- like there's white guys that are claimed by the black community and there's black guys that are claimed by the white community. Does that make sense? It does. So uh let, like like how Wu-Tang was claimed by China. Yes, correct. Wu-Tang Clan belongs to the Chinese. The Chinese. Yeah. Um Morgan Freeman belongs to white people. What? He does. No, he did. First of all, let's. That sounds like such a bad way to put it. Yeah, this is getting dangerously close to off the air. Yeah, that part we're going to cut. Yeah. Are you going to remember to cut that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I will. Are you sure? I'm sure. But yeah, nevertheless, so we start talking about Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And he. Uh, we start doing the impressions of him and talking like talking about how he was the most successful rapist of all time. (laughs) And, uh, you know, then it's the voices that are coming. (laughs) You slip in the panty dropper, then you get a wiggly. Oh my God. It was bad. Oh, God. He was America's dad. What happened? That, and that was the point that we said. Yeah. But then I remember he was in a movie where he played the devil in the 70s, the devil and Max Devlin. And I'm like, how did people not catch on then? He literally played Satan in a movie. Like the lady that was in, uh, she played the the English woman that Austin Powers, she was Elizabeth his... Hurley. Now, she was in a. A bedazzled. remake of Bedazzled, yes. which the original film is fan-fucking-tastic. Well, she played Satan in it. And she, then played, after, she played it in the remake. It, correct. And then after that, where was she? Like, no career. Don't play the devil in the movie. Well, and, and, it, and it, is, it is completely unfair, but women have a much shorter career span in Hollywood than Oh, you tell do. Betty White that. St- you and- <laughs> You, You're such a fucking contrarian. I, oh, I think me off. I, I could see actual yeah. disdain when yeah. I said that to you. But it, no, like all the Golden Girls basically had a career long into life. But uh, maybe you're right. But then you have people like Meryl Streep mm-hmm. who, I mean, she's she's getting up. She's about 60 in her 60s, yeah. I, I mean, think. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not prepared for this argument, but where is Kate Hudson? I don't even know who Kate Hudson is off the exactly. top of my head. Exactly. She's a blonde lady. She's absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was married to the lead singer of the Black Crows for a while. She okay. was in a lot of movies, and then she just kind of faded away. With a few exceptions, uh, Drew Barrymore being one of them, women do not have the length of career in Hollywood that men do because of the perception that they are, because they have aged, they are presumed to be less attractive. Isn't that weird? And it's shitty. Well, because there's there's women that are in their fifties and sixties. Michelle Pfeiffer, gorgeous, stunning, absolutely. Sandra Bullock is gorgeous. Sandra Bullock is not my cup of tea. Um, Jennifer Aniston gets prettier as she gets older. Like, so you watch Friends and you're like, all right, she's a cute girl, but then you see her now. I think she's better better looking in Terrible Bosses than she ever was on Friends. Absolutely, and uh, she was in a there was I saw her in a preview for a movie recently, and I was like, you 
what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you doing this? Yes, it's actual baby blood. It has to be the yeah. blood of the innocent. Yeah, and... she knows. She's absolutely, I mean, all hardcore. Not, I mean, like some bullshit, you know, self-important anarchist Satanist. I mean, like a real hardcore, I am buying babies on the black market to bathe in their blood Satanist. Oh, I don't think she's buying them on the black market. I think she's going right to the hospital, walking up to the bed, being like, I'm hot and I need this. And then consuming the child in front of their parents yeah that's that's too far this it needs to be it needs to be a bit more it needs to be a bit more secretive and uh you know i don't know i I think that's hollywood's uh secret that they they don't they're not even ashamed of it they're like no she's beautiful it's fine Hmm. do it i don't don't think that's the case you go you go eat them babies Mm. Eat eat the baby so the subject that I wanted to talk about tonight was about common and divergent interests. So one of the most important things to, I think, a relationship is having interests, something or multiple things that you enjoy to do together, things that you share. Aside from... aside from Like a know, TV show or something. Yeah, stupid. physicality. Yeah. Although, you know, my wife, it's interesting. I, mean, I think television is a good one for us because we watch a lot of Netflix. I mean, my, my wife is an introvert and I'm an extrovert and she prefers to stay home and I like to be with her. And so a lot of times when we're spending time together, it's watching documentaries or I mean, mm-hmm. actual legitimate oh. documentaries, gotcha. um, watching movies, watching TV series, etc. So we watch a lot of television shows together, but you know, we also, we, we like to, we like to hike, um, you know, out in the woods or, you know, go to the park, be with the dog, things like that. And it's, it's nice to go out and be together, but for pastimes, you know, we, we really enjoy playing, you know, board games and role-playing games with a, with a group of friends. It's very nice because it is something that we can do together and it is something that we can do with other couples or other groups of people in order to be social. And I think that those things are important. And I see a lot of people in their relationships and they don't have a common bond like that. They don't have a common hobby or a common interest. Um, and so they do a lot of things apart. And I think that that it makes your relationship more well, difficult. Well, that's damning for mm-hmm. sure. Um, because you, you have to have that togetherness part of your relationship. And I, I think a lot of people will go down the path of, oh, well, this is what I do. That's what you do. And we're just going to keep it that way. So, but I mean, is, can you have a successful relationship that way? If, if the, if building the home together, if you basically, Mm -hmm. I don't mean literally building the home, but maintaining the home, raising the children, if being together in that fashion and being life partners like that, is that enough to maintain your relationship? Is that enough of an interest or common bond to keep the two of you together and you can go off and do your own stuff? So... To to my understanding, what it takes to have a viable and successful relationship is um, personality traits that are similar but not completely the same. Okay, so you don't want to have one person that is too agreeable and one person that is too domineering because then you have a a tyrannical home. You also don't want to have two people that are both super domineering or that are super... uh, you know, easygoing because then just nothing's ever accomplished. So there's a, there, there's a little bit of tug and pull. There's that opposites attract thing. And that's partially true, but not entirely. Yeah, no, that's certainly true in my case. I mean, my wife and I are quite different. But like you said, you have those commonalities and those things that you can do together. Um, one of the things that Tara and I have run into is you, you invest less time in that when you have kids and stuff like that. Child rearing definitely throws a wrench into the old machine and that's one of those things that sucks so but her and i are both music fans and i think the thing that we are always able to bond most over is like if we go to a concert together um now how we act is extremely different she is a dancer and beautiful and cute and fun and i sit there and take it in and it's it's almost like i'm dead physically but i'm like in headspace i'm in another world and i just have so much fun with it uh it, we went to a show friday one of her co-workers it was her, it was her birthday and one of her co-workers was playing a concert and we went to that and uh she's like you sat there with your arms crossed i was like i was enjoying the show and she's like no you weren't and hmm. i was like 
I was like, I was. She's like, well, I was like dancing and bobbing my head. I'm like, I don't do that. So that that's one of those things. It gets it gets weird sometimes, but yeah, music is something that has helped us a lot and has been something that uh, has always been there for us. We love going to concerts. Um, both of us are pretty physically active people. We don't do enough of that together. So like I was doing parkour. She was doing cheerleading. I was doing rock climbing. Like we never did all of it together. And uh, she asked me to do acro yoga at one point, And I was like, I'm not fucking doing acro yoga. And I regret not. And now I'm like, we should do acro yoga. And she's like, oh, you were so stinky about it before. And I'm like, well, let that go. Because I want to do it with you. Like, I want to I wanna have that common interest. So if it's fucking you doing handstands on my feet, whatever. So, so you, you admitting that you were wrong and that you should do it is not enough? No, not always. Hmm. Uh, we, we've had a couple of things like that happen in the past few months here. So one thing, there's a book, The Five Love Languages. Um she had presented that years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I don't. Yeah, you fuck talked with about it. this on an episode. Yeah. yeah. So there was that, and then there was because uh, then I was like, I was wrong, and I should have, you know, invested in that with you, and it's something that we started to invest into together. And then now it's our, I guess, a year or so ago, it was the acro yoga thing, and uh, it's getting to the point now where it's like, all right, well, let's let's find something to do together. And both of us are on board, and we're like, we just got to find a thing to do together. Hmm. And that's exciting for us. And it has to be outside of the kids. That can't be the one thing that brings you together. Just because at that point, what happens when the kids aren't in the house? You know what I mean? Then then you're stuck with somebody that you've made a stranger to yourself. You become polyamorous. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, so you you want to try to do something to have like other ground. people right yeah fuck that i i'll <laughs> tell you what i could have nine lifetimes here and i would not i would not have the ability to do that successfully yeah, no, i couldn't either i am far too jealous agreed and you are far too jealous she is too hmm. let me tell you um she wouldn't admit it but we're, we're both a little more jealous hmm. than we let on I'm not, I, I let on pretty strong with that. I'm like, no, I'm jelly belly. Yeah. So, but then there are things that my wife likes to do that I don't care to do that I find myself participating in because I love her and I want her to be happy. And, you know, for example, over the weekend, we put up our Christmas decorations. I fucking hate decorating. I fucking hate it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But. I do it because she loves decorations and she loves them being up. I don't want to do the work, but I do it because I love her. Now, the Christmas tree is a whole different thing. I love having a Christmas tree up. I don't need to participate in putting it up and putting the ornaments on. She really, really enjoys doing it. You just that. want to have it in the house. I just want to have it in the house. But fucking getting out on the ladder and putting lights up and, you know, putting whatever accoutrement in the yard that light up is just not my thing but i do it because i love her i watched almost every season of dancing with the stars now i would have rather been doing something else with my time although there were elements of it that i found enjoyable i watched a lot of that show because my wife liked it and she liked to watch it with me interesting but i i but i will you know so she wanted to be in your presence is really what it was about so, at that well that's point. that that's a really so and that's the that's the thing that i i've talked to a number of people about their relationships so if you're in the same room if you're sitting at the kitchen table here right and tara's just five feet over there on the beanbag watching television yeah in my mind you two are together you're in the same room yeah but you're not doing the same activity so in my and as far as my wife is concerned that doesn't count well that there, there's a disconnect there i i think i agree with your your wife yeah i get it but you it's, know. it's one thing if you're collectively engaged in something even if it's not no, I mean, you're right. Even if yeah. you're not super engaged with one another, it's still you. There's a collective there, and you have the mob mentality at that point, I suppose. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I mean, I certainly we we you know my wife doesn't like to build models, and I build a lot of models. Yeah, really, I build toy soldiers for war games, but I really enjoy doing that. But I usually do it on when when she's not around or she's in bed because that's not something that she wants to do but i need that time to myself i need time to 
be alone, even though I'm an extrovert, it's important to me that I have my interests and that I have that that time to decompress and to not have to be on. You you guys have a healthier relationship than 99% of the population, though, because you I, th I think you guys in particular walk that line very well of my time, our time, mm -hmm. and you you never sacrifice our time uh, to never more so than you should. Right. I mean, for example, right now, you know, my wife is, you know, I, I get off work, I come here, she's generally going to go to bed. Yeah. You know, because I, you know, even if, even if I come straight home, which I do most nights of the week, even coming straight home, you know, by the time I get home from work, she's going to bed. Yeah. You know, when she gets up to leave for work in the morning is about the time that I'm getting up. And so we don't get to spend as much time together and do together activities as we used to. And that's why when she's like, Hey, let's put up the decorations. I don't make a fucking stink about it Yeah. because you know, I, I, you know, I'm going to spend that time with her and that's, that has value. Well, it's so funny. So Tara's a crafter. She loves to make crafty shit, but it's generally girly stuff that I have zero interest in. Now, I'll gladly take on a home project with her, but we, we I mean, right now we're in an apartment, so there's not a whole hell of a lot of that that I'm going to engage in because I'm like, oh, we're just going to have to, if I build a fucking, a wooden wall here, we're going to have to take it down. Right. So that's stupid. But the other day, she's, she wanted to make the kids a, a behavior chart. And she's like, we should make it look like it should be levels like in a game. Will you help me design a board game? And I was like, I will help you design a board game. <laughs> so then I am I start thinking mechanics and all this stuff. And she's like, no, 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 no. no. She's like, there will be a couple little things like that. She's like, I'm going to come up with them because you're trying to make a game right now. She's like, you can help me make the poster board. And I'm like, fuck. All right, then. So I sit down and I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this very Mario-esque level. So I'm, I start making trees and I'm crafting background trees and all kinds of stuff like this. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm doing this. Here, look at this picture. I show her a picture of Super Mario World. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah. So then she goes and starts making one. And it was really cool to sit there together and do that. Yeah. And that's something that we don't get to do enough of. So that moving forward, I, I'll probably be doing more crafty stuff with her. But it's cool. Like... Like you, so I'll sit there and paint. I love to paint. Like if I can paint a picture, I'll sit there for hours and just totally get lost. I enjoy painting miniatures too. Uh, she, fuck, she never wants to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's it's. Why would I want to sit there and paint a tiny toy? My eyes hurt. All right, whatever. You don't have to do this. But it, you know, you want to find something that you can do. Yeah. See, I want to build a tiny toy. And then I should build more tiny toys, and I want to kit bash and convert tiny toys. But painting is a chore. See, I so with the with the making of the tiny toys, I feel guilty clipping anything or anything. It's it's so bizarre. So I have this collector's mentality about everything. I'm like, uh -huh. oh, if I do that, it'll destroy it. It'll be destroyed forever. It's not how it was supposed to be. So I get really weird with that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't like to modify things. Gotcha. Now, my my wife loves to read. She reads a lot. She reads more than most people that I know. Mm -hmm. And I know some fart, some fart. I know some smart fuckers who read a lot. I know some farts, too. I know farts. Yeah. But, oh, I'm 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 an aficionado. But, uh, you know, she reads a lot, but most of the time she reads when she's going to bed and she's one of those people that stays up too late reading and then she wakes up in the morning and she has a hard time getting going because she stayed up too late reading. Yeah. Um, you know, I read and, you know, I, but I, and I read more than a lot of people, but I don't read more than people who are really into reading. Um, but sometimes we'll just sit in uh we've got a we've got a, a spare room in our house that used to be a get room get a little i cannot speak Farts, this evening i'm geds. i'm fired i'm out i'm out i quit i'm fired get roger in here let me get my replacement oh god but uh but uh any which way so we have a guest room that we converted into a library and we have a couple of nice faux leather chairs with uh with you know foot rests and we'll just sit in there sometimes and just read which is you know nice because then we're there together in the same room doing a similar activity even though we're in completely different worlds if that makes but sense But at that point you're still you're in each other's presence and that's yeah. nice so that like we'll we'll do that a lot and we'll do it more so vegging out watching the tv show or something yeah. like that together um the thing that i really hate though 
is being on our phones. Yeah. That that actually legitimately bothers me. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, she, she's she'll watch videos on this, and I will fucking I want things. I like to look at gadgets and stuff. So I'm like, ooh, look at this, look at this, look at that, look at that. Uh, and it, it's like at that point, it's like, oh, we're not. There's no point in even being in the same room right now. Right. Like, the, that's stupid. So I, I hate the phones, and you can be touching each other at that point, and it just kind of yeah. sucks the fucking no, they're, good they're out bad. of it. They're bad. They really bad. are. Yeah, I hate them. I do as well. Well, and that so now we're doing this thing when we come home, and it's like, don't fuck on, don't fuck off on your phone. Like that's what we're going for because it, we should we should be spending what little bit of time we get in a day together. Agreed. Doing something nice together, yeah. or at least engaging in an act activity that's bettering our family. So, do you find yourself? Are there activities that you find that you enjoy doing them to the point that it is a detriment to your relationship? That you find yourself obsessively doing a thing, or not even obsessively doing a thing, but enjoying an activity, and you find yourself, man, I'd really rather be doing this right now. So, when I was uh, climbing. I would go climb. I was climbing every day, and that that drove her a little bit crazy. But it was like gym time. Mm-hmm. It's just like if a normal person goes I'm to the gym. Pretty sure it's pronounced gym. Yeah, gym. Yeah. But it was just like if a normal person goes to the gym. So I, that was my gym time. I'd go. I'd spend about an hour climbing, and then I'd come home. No, that's not so bad. It wasn't super bad, but then it got to a point where oh, I'm gonna go climb on my lunch break. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'll climb before work and. Then I'll go climb again after work. And like at that point, it was like, all right, I'm climbing too much. Right. And it was generally you'd have a problem that you were working on. Right. And it's not like you were doing something. I mean, it's not like you were doing something addictive or self-indulgent or, you know. It was both of those things, though. Really? Oh, my. I fucking loved it, dude. So. What you, what you run into is like if you're going to a gym and you're climbing. Gaim. A gaim. If you're going to the gaim and you're climbing, there's generally, they have designated paths that you'll work on. There are different difficulties and like upping my difficulty was something that I was able to do relatively quickly. And it was something that I enjoyed doing and I got pretty good at pretty fast. And there were guys that had been climbing for years and I could pass them up over the course of a couple of months just because I was fucking obsessed with it. And uh, I'd start working on a particular pathway or a problem is what a lot of guys call them. So I'd start working on a problem and I'd think about it all the time. And hmm. then I'd, I'd, you, like I'd sit there and I'd be thinking about it and I could feel what my body was supposed to be doing. As Wow, that's fascinating. And it was like, that was like, fuck, I need that. I need that right now. So it's very addictive, hmm. very addicting, very self-indulgent. And it's, it's an obsession with literally all you're trying to do is climb on some fucking rocks. So stupid. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, I I mean, I just don't have that kind of brain. If faced with it, hey, how would you climb this? Well, it's right there and I need to climb it. So I'm going to try now. I'm woefully out of shape and overweight. So there's no way that I would be successful at climbing. But I can't imagine thinking about it, getting to the point where I'm enjoying it so much that I'm thinking about it when I'm not doing it. Now, I understand that there are plenty of things that I think about doing when I'm not doing them. You know, like I love building toy soldiers and mm-hmm. doing kit bashing, like I said before. And so there are times I'm like, oh, God, I didn't even think about it. I could get this part and that part and da 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 da. Put this hand on this arm. Yeah, or... exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I just want to do the same thing just about something that's fun. Yeah. I, I, was, <laughs> I was having shit tons of fun with what I was doing. But. Uh, like recently, so I, I've been involved in like martial arts and stuff since I could walk basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, I love MMA, love it. So I watch a lot of that and I'm, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to find a gym to start going to. And you, you and the kids should come to the, to the MMA gym with me. Hmm. Uh, so I was trying to get her to do jujitsu and she's like, babe, with my hip problems, cause she's got hip dysplasia. She's like, I couldn't really, couldn't really do that. She's like, I'd be scared that a fuck myself up a little bit yeah right and i'm like oh what if you just came and hung out that's not fun yeah no i mean like if i if i yeah there's no way that if i was like oh baby i'm gonna join this you know i'm gonna join this kill team league and play 40k kill team on sundays and i know that's our day off together but if you just come up to the shop and hang out there and you know play on you know play freaking candy crush or whatever on your phone right while i you can watch me dominate yeah no that's just not gonna happen now something that my wife and i don't have in common 
Um, and this is not an activity per se, but uh, she's not much into intoxicants. She, she's not much of a drinker at all. And I, well, my doctor says I'm highly functioning. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I like, to, I you like to drink. Alchitalism. Alt, yeah. Alchitalism. Yes. Uh, but you know, I, I really enjoy to drink. I enjoy intoxication. And now I, I ha understand that I do not need it to survive. I do not need it in my life. And that I come from a long line of substance abusers, but I still enjoy doing it. And it's not really her thing. And sometimes, you know, I may over imbibe at a party or something. It's pretty rare nowadays now that I'm, you know, in my almost in my mid 40s but you know it was a time where that was a challenge because it was something that i did that she didn't do that i enjoyed that she didn't enjoy that got in the way well you you start to engage in ass hattery with yeah. that and that's what's tough because if that person's not engaging in ass hattery and you are well shit you're, yeah, no, you're she, a dickhole yeah she is not engaged in the ass hattery at all now what's interesting is your sister sir 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 do you have a brain tumor i might i do smell toast <laughs> um, um, what's interesting though is that my mother-in-law who's amazing um she really is a great woman she loves to drink and so my wife has to put up with it because sometimes it's her mom that's overindulged and is annoying. And nice. sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's both of us. At the same, at the damn same time. time. Which is fun. But another thing that my wife and I do have in common, which is probably bad in the grand scheme of things, but good that we have it in common, is a lack of ambition. You know, mm. we're both, she's very smart, very well read. Um, both of us are relatively intelligent, uh, but neither of us have. Spidey's hand. Neither of us have the drive that other people have. I mean, there are people out there that they just have a motor. They just, they just do things they accomplish and they want to accomplish the next thing. I have never been like that. My wife's not like that either. And I think it would be hard, particularly, you know, you see this in some relationships where people are pushed by their spouse or by their significant other to do other things, to climb the corporate ladder, to, you know, be more than they are, you know, and I, I can't, that's gotta be fucking hard. I think Tara and I push each other like, both of us get uh, – we procrastinate for sure, but both of us definitely try to push one another. And uh, sometimes like – so she'll be talking about work and I'm like, well, do this and you'll fucking get promoted. Mm. Just fucking do this. Like that's all it's going to take. It's going to be a pain in the dick for a minute, but you can fucking do this. And she's like, shut up. I don't want you to solve my problem. I want you to just shut up and listen. Correct. Correct. She's shaking her head. Yes. She just walked in the yeah. room. Uh, and that's the number one, that's the number she, one, that's well, the most important thing that you she can does, learn. She does it to me too, though. So like, she'll generally do it. Like if I'm, if, when I was learning backflips, uh, she's like, she's like, do this. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me how to do this. I've got it. But I think for the most part, both of us want to see each other do well and succeed and move forward. Uh, would you think that's a fair, fair thing to say? Yeah. So, um, we do push each other, not always enough and sometimes too much. It, it, there's a very happy medium there, and it's hard to get. Yeah, see, my wife and I only really push each other when it is something of great significance. You know, dealing with, you know, coming from a, a, a long line of people who have substance abuse and mental health issues. You know, I got, I went through a really, I mean, I've gone back and forth with depression, but I went through a really, really bad stretch where my wife was like, look, you have to go see somebody, you know, and it, it took a while for her kind of poking and prodding and kind of beating around the bush. Um, it took her a long time to get to the point where she was like, look, you just got to go. You have to, you know, because I can't come home and have you killed yourself. You know, you've got to go see somebody. But really, unless it is of, you know, honestly, a life or death thing, we just don't do that. Yeah, we, we do. We do. But but it's it's that whole thing. Like both of us are relatively ambitious. Both of us want to see the other person do well. Both of us want to do well. Yeah. Well, uh, and you're both young. We're relatively young. So... 
we we try to push each other a little bit. I I, I think it's fun. She's she's doing important Christmas things right now, creating Christmas miracles. Now is that the is that the uh, the actual elf on the shelf spy on your children elf, or is that just a facsimile to think the children are being spied on? They're all facsimiles to think that children are being spied on. Oh, really? I yeah. thought there was like a real, yeah, I'm sure, like a nanny cam thing. I'm sure there is if you're disgusting, yeah. but yeah, we we have faith in our kids. Oh my god, what are you gonna do when you walk in on your kids beaten off? I'm gonna be like, hey, oh, it's gonna happen. But that's yucky. Yeah, it's yucky. You don't touch you, that. You're gonna be like, what? What happened to these socks? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? If it gets to that point, I'm like, you need to do that shit in the shower yeah. or point it into the toilet or something. You yeah. don't fucking blow a load in a sock. That's no, the stupid. shower's the perfect load place. That's amazing, babe. That's actually fantastic. You're incredible. She's got the elf on the shelf situated in a way that it it's looks a... like it's Spider-Man hanging upside down from his spidey web. And then she just de- destroyed our wall. That's okay. I love her. She did not destroy N- no, your wall. No, she didn't. I was just being malicious. Yeah. That's my life. You're made of malice. I am. I'm the worst. You are the worst. I am. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, know. I mean, we all know it. We, it, well, you're pretty bad too. Yeah. What? Fuck you. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I brag about you often. And Stop it. I Shut do. Up. I do. So I'll, I'll talk to other friends about, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, Mike, Mike says that's an airplane key. <laughs> and shit like that. And, <laughs> I'm like, well, you should. Mike said you're in Satan's death cult. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst. And they're like, you, in public, he said that. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> to an employee. <laughs> we're customers around everywhere. Customers were everywhere. <laughs> I really am the worst. How have I not been fired? Oh, you're fucking awesome, oh my dude. God. That's that's why. It's what. Yeah, because then then this is what would happen. They would fire you for saying airplane key, and then you'd be like, "Whoa, to be, this is my religion." To be clear for the audience, shortly after nine eleven, like on nine thirteen, I started referring to Stanley box cutters as airplane keys, and you either got it or you didn't. And people were they were nonplussed. <laughs> <laughs> they were unpleased. Well, when you're talking about two days later, <laughs> too soon? <laughs> I can just uh, picture the dumb look on your face. Too soon? Uh, well, the, the, the thing is, is that I, I understand that, you know, comedy is tragedy plus timing. And I just, I mean, I understand tragedy. It's timing that I fuck up. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> I run into that all the time. So uh, I, when we were at Tara's co-workers concert thing. Um, a couple of our other coworkers came up and one of them was talking to me and I was like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm not really into that. And he's like, do you just say what I'm like? You don't like what I'm talking about? <laughs> Meaning that if you, if I say I like a, and Chris just says, oh, a's fucking stupid. Yeah, I hate, I it. hate a. Yeah. Beatles suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sucks harsh, but no, I, it was one of the, I was, everybody loves the Beatles. No. Except for me. Man. So the Beatles... The Beatles are significant to music. They they made a contribution. What they brought to music, music was never the same since the Beatles. However, I don't enjoy listening to the Beatles. I recognize the importance of their contribution, but I do just don't. Do you think people are going to say that about Lady Gaga? Gaga. Well, do, you think, that... do you think they're going to say that about Britney Spears? No. Because the Beatles were a pop band. And they were doing what every other pop band was doing at the time. They started bring the hate. They start. They started as a pop band, right? They, they got more poppy as time went on. And then the Yellow Submarine shit. They're like, hey, it's flower power time. This is what the kids are into. Let's drop some acid. Do and you think? Do you? Th- I don't think it was calculated though. I do. I see. I think that in initially being poppy guys was, and again, I'm I'm speaking from. An, absolute perspective of ignorance i have no idea but it seems to me that their transition was organic you know that it wasn't calculated so they're they were backed by a major label major label so when when you have a major record label backing you it's hard to say that anything's not calculated because you're behind there's a money machine behind you propelling you forward so i mean while i i don't know what creatively was theirs and what was the labels and i'm gonna get so much hate for this i'm not a beatles fan you can hate me all you want never gonna be a beatles fan never been one 
Um, but I, I don't know what was label driven and what wasn't. And hmm. when you have a label behind you, they have a lot of influence in your music. Now, the bands that tend to go against the grain with that and stuff generally end up getting shit on. Or you'll stop hearing from them because labels don't want to work with them because, well, they don't do what the label wants. So why would I work with them? I'm the one with the money. And you start to run into that. Now, with the advent of the Internet, and this, again, I could be speaking out of my ass when it comes to the Beatles, but with the uh, invention of the Internet and with how big that is and how um, prevalent it is, I think there's more uh, that can be done with music as far as independent artists can go further now than they've been able to in the past. Hmm. But... You know, that's neither here nor there. Yes. Moral of the story is I, I brag about you all the time. No, you shouldn't. I, oh, I've... I do. <laughs> and I think it's hysterical. So <laughs> I'm, I'm working on a bit right now. Huh? And I I want to start it off as something about my buddy that calls porn documentaries. <laughs> I do do that. I know true. you do. <laughs> it's true. And I want to talk about how when you're talking about watching a documentary with your wife <laughs> the absolute confusion that i'm overcome with so i've started trying to work this out in my head i'm like this is going to be hysterical once i get it all mapped out no that's actually something that that's something that my wife and i have in common in fact we used to go to um you know we went a few years in a row actually in columbia missouri mm-hmm. um, which is about an hour and a half drive from st louis there is a film festival every year. I want to say it's February-ish. AVN? No, the... Adult video? No, 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 no. That's in Vegas. So this film festival is in Columbia, Missouri. It's called True False. Okay. And it is just... It's documents like two or three days, I think two days of documentaries where you just go and, you know, you're like, oh, hey, I bought tickets. And then there's a schedule of, of viewings. And then you're just like, oh, well, we'll be... We're going to walk across town to this venue and see this movie and then we're going to walk over there and see that and then we'll take a break and we'll get lunch and then we'll go see that movie and you'll watch you know three or four documentaries during the course of that day that's so interesting it's really cool and you see a lot of neat stuff like i would have never known anything about general butt naked if i hadn't watched the documentary about him that's hysterical yeah no he was terrifying and then he was this this african warlord who would go into battle butt naked right and he'd fucking machete and people around firing guns, raiding villages, machine gun fire going off here and there. Dudes fucking naked He's with a machete. Twirling his Unkillable. dick. Unkillable. Unkillable. Yeah, nobody wanted right. to fuck with him. So he then, might touch me. He might touch so me. So then he became a, a, a devout evangelical preacher. You were telling yeah, me about this it, guy. It's amazing. It's a, it's a really good documentary. I saw some really cool stuff. Um any which way. So that's something that we like to do together. So we'll watch legitimate documentaries together. Any quotes documentary that I watch is by myself. Oh, I, I didn't know yeah. if you guys engaged in the documentary. No, together. no. I, you know, I don't, I know a few couples that do that, but I don't know many people that actually watch pornography together. I don't know many women who admit to enjoying pornography. I don't think many super enjoy it. Mm. Um, maybe they do. I don't know. I'm, it, based off of what I've heard, they're they're they don't like it as much as men do. Mm. So it's not their thing. Like it might be, you know, Bob or Larry's. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think it's certainly more common. But I know that there are women who are. I mean, I've met women who I well, just don't know many. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there are. But yeah, for guys, it's like, all right, what porn do you watch? Right. No, oh, yeah. Do you watch porn? You know what yeah, I mean? No, no, no. It's very specific. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I watch the. Uh, you got to have a midget riding a donkey, and yeah. there has to be a blonde there. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, That's what kind of porn you watch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to get into what kind of porn I like. I don't need to know. Likes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. But there's, you know, there's that. Yes. Yeah. So that's something we don't have in common. So you don't watch porn together? No, we do not watch porn together. That's fine. She, that's not her thing. That's fine. not really much my thing. I mean, I, I, I view pornography significantly less than most men. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Good for you. Um, it it's fucks, bad for you. It fucks you up a little bit. Yeah. Not, not to say that I haven't. Oh, but like, sure. Uh, a few months back, Tara and I had a conversation about it, and she's like, it bothers me. Hmm. She's like, doesn't make me feel special or anything like that. And I'm like, fine, no porn. Yeah. Like, whatever, I don't I don't have to have it then. I won't. And uh, 
every so often she'll be like, have you watched it? No. No. Don't have to. I'll be like, you're, you're, you're a hottie, so let's get it on. Wait a minute. Wait a So you saying, I just, no, you saying, okay, no more porn. It's not good enough. She's got to, she's got to test you. She's got to ask. It's not about testing. She's got to ask though. It, it's, it's a rarity, Mike. Yeah. It's a rarity. She's got to find out. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, she'll be like, do you watch porn? No. It, Cause it's more so she'll be like, do you jerk off? Yeah. yeah. Do you watch porn? No, I got some nudies of you on my phone, though. <laughs> Fantastic. So, you know, I'll say something silly like that. Um, but, yeah, uh, porn's, we don't we do not do that either. Yeah. It just is what it is. But, yeah, it's, that, that one does fuck you up. Like, when you get, it, like, there's dudes that fucking, that's all they do. Yeah. They watch hours and hours of porn. Yeah, I can't. No, man, you only need, like, 30 seconds of it and you're golden. <laughs> You finish polishing the rocket, and then you're like, to be continued, <laughs> pause. <laughs> I'll get back to you, come face Betty. So, so like a, like right now, Tara's gone to bed. Yes. You're, you're sitting here with me, dicking around on the mics. Is there something that she does that she enjoys to do? So crafting, for example, will she just craft and do crafty stuff uh, she, while you're playing a video game or watching a movie or doing something with the kids? She, she used to do more of that. Um, that. That's something, that's one of those things. It's really hard because once you have kids and stuff, you start to let a lot of that go by the wayside and you, you can get into a very unhealthy place with that because you're not doing the things that you enjoy. And if when you're not doing the things that you enjoy at all, you're less enjoyable to be around. Right. Well, that's so, why that's why I can't have kids. Yeah. So you can start to butt heads with your partner over that. Yeah. And that's one of those things. So like if, uh, let's say she's not crafting much or not doing what have you, and then I'm like, well, I, you know, I just want to be around you because I get I get fucking needy and act like a bitch sometimes. So I'm like, oh, I just want to be around you. Like, let's just be here and she's like i want to do some stuff and i'm like oh and then you get your feelings hurt but it's like yeah this person's not doing anything to indulge their you know the things that they enjoy and right. they should be uh to an extent you know just like you got to have your on and off with it yeah so for sure do it no, totally. do it absolutely but yeah it doesn't need to be what you're doing all the time like rock climbing for chris so yeah and right now like uh so tonight was my night to work on podcast stuff so I was supposed to record Entertain the Geeky tonight. We weren't able to do that. Uh, Roger was scared the weather was going to get bad, and I was like, "That's cool. We don't have to do it tonight." Did you? Did you ask him if it itched? Yeah, yeah, I did. No, uh, right now with with that, we're just like, all right, you know, when the new year starts, we're going to hit the ground running, go really hard. We'll get some episodes in before then, but it's not. We're not pushing super crazy right now with it, which is fine. Works for me. Works for them. It works best for my family right now. But like when you come over here, she'll sit there and watch makeup tutorials on her phone. So hmm. when I go into bed, she will be watching a makeup tutorial or some stupid drama YouTuber. And they just sit there and they're like, oh, my God, today I'm on. They're basically they're retarded people <laughs> um, that are that have microphones and acquire large sums of money for acting like fools. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Something, I mean, memory and I, like I said, we watched a lot of Netflix shows. One of the things we watched was uh, Comedians in Cars yeah. getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And, you know, they were, they were of varying level of entertainment, but one of the least entertaining, if not the least entertaining episode, he had some YouTube star on that neither of us had ever heard of. And she, she just, it just wasn't entertaining. It wasn't funny. Well, that that's one of those things. So, like... With YouTubers, you're going to have – it's going to be something that – it has to be something that you're into. Right. So, like, I'll, I'll watch a lot of fishing videos. Right. I'll watch a lot of MMA videos, that that sort of thing. Um, she will watch a lot watch of – fishing videos. I know. Isn't that retarded? That's <laughs> uh, so fucking stupid. But I sit there and I do it and I'm I like – I pressure. I'm anyway. like, oh. I'm like, oh, old cats and carp got another fish. Yeah. Uh, so – God damn it! I'm so lame. Yeah. Uh, and then, sh but she'll watch makeup videos. That's cool. It's equal. I'll watch. I'll watch dudes. I'll watch dudes airbrush miniatures. Okay. See, so you're a loser too. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, no, so like with YouTube, you, you'll have your wheelhouse. And it's crazy because some of these people build massive followings. And it's like, what the fuck do you even do? Yeah. Now, she was watching one YouTuber for a little bit. And all he did was bitch about everybody. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, this guy has no original body of work or anything like that. I'm like, I can at least respect the people that I don't enjoy. I'm like, they might be stupid. They might be, but they have their own body of work. Right. And it's, they're doing their thing. And I respect that. I'm like, this guy just gets on and pisses and moans about everybody else. And she's like, wow, you're right. So she stopped watching that YouTuber. And it wasn't to appease me. It's like, she's like, it is it is just fucking negative. She's like, and then you start looking at everything negative And everything yeah, sometimes, is pissy moany. Yeah, sometimes you become ensorcelled by something. And I'm not saying that, you know, you should you should yield to other people. And that you shouldn't have, you know, the the conviction to enjoy what you enjoy, but, but sometimes a fresh perspective to something, you know, somebody else coming in and saying, you know, Hey, I think X, Y, Z. You're like, God, I never really shit. You're right. I hadn't even considered that. Well, that's such a hard thing to do. Sure. Um, because you run into that whole, Oh, well, you don't like me now. And I, I think that kind of ties back into the whole, the things that you do. Oh, that sure. You do that, opinion is identity. It, sure, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that ties into the things that you do by yourself or you do with your partner. Right. And, uh, you know, appropriately allocating that time. Right. And that's, that's, that's so tough, man. And you do want to be able to take uh, constructive criticism especially when it's something that you're feeding yourself with any kind of regularity. Oh, yeah. I, I can't take criticism. I, I struggle with it, too. And I think that's, like, maybe that's male ego. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. No, I, I know things. I know yeah. things. You get all caveman and shit. No, you don't know that. I know that. I watch the videos. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, it boils down to... Uh, it boils down to having such a fragile ego because you know as a kid i was just it was just beaten into me both verbally and physically of not having value and so if i fuck something up then it just i'm just like a house of cards that's the whole thing collapses really yeah so i so okay as a parent i get so scared anytime i say something negative to my kids yeah and it's it's more so with my older son my younger son is uh as far as like the level of attention that he requires with disciplinary action and stuff, he's just very different from my older son. So with him or with the older one, I'm always like, dude, I'm fucking you up right now. I feel like I'm fucking you up. And I that's one of those things that's so goddamn scary because you're like, I'm criticized like when you're criticizing a lot because there are times where you will do that more than others. And you're like, dude you keep acting like this and you keep getting in trouble for it and it's it's screwing you over so why do you keep doing this like that's a stupid thing to do and you say something like that and you're like what i said was legitimate it was a legitimate critique because you have to make sure that your child is bearable to be around but you also don't want to fuck that kid up and make them so they do crumble if something doesn't go their way and that's that's so hard man just to be like all right so what what do i do to build you up now yeah you punch him in the mouth yeah all right, sissy. <laughs> you got to give him some fucking insult. Something yeah. horrific. You talk like a bitch. And then you <laughs> punch him in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know, man. You got you got to do shit with your partner. You have to do shit by yourself. And oh, Anton. We're, we're basically wrapping it up now. Right, but cool. you, you do have to have things that you do with them and that you do by yourself. And uh, no, that was good wrap-up talk. I should have just gone with it because oh. you were like, you know, you, you got to do stuff with your partner, but you also have to do stuff by yourself. Well, you have to find the – it's the balance between the two, and that's that's right. the hard part. Well, and some people are different. Like I, I know that – and this is, I think, fairly common with older people in second marriages mm -hmm. where – I mean, you see it with my mother-in-law and her husband, uh, her, her second husband – he does a lot of stuff by himself. She does a lot of stuff by herself, uh, but they're really happy and they're a good couple. They both have their interests and they both kind of were set in their ways and living single lives and then got together. And so they have a really cool partnership and they do stuff together, but they do a lot of their own thing, a lot of their, you know, a lot, a lot of independent activity. And they're very comfortable well, with that, that. That takes a very, it takes a special level of security, I suppose, right. to know that that person is still going to want to tolerate you right. and that you're still going to want to tolerate that person when you have your your own shit that you're doing a yeah. lot yeah so you know it's it's like i said it's finding the balance and yeah it's going to be different for every couple right 
but finding that effectively. Um, as far as wrapping this up goes, we've, words of wisdom for this week. Well, you, I think that, and this is this is an old, this is an age old adage. It's it's not original at all, but you don't shit where you eat, but you can drink coffee. Where you shit? Oh yeah, I I drink coffee where I shit all the time. I mean, in the morning I've made my pot of coffee and I'll have breakfast. I'll, you know, get ready. I'm like, oh, it's time to take a shower. I think I'm going to shit before I take a shower. I bring my coffee in there with me and I drink my coffee and I read a book while I shit. Do you ever, uh, do like a shower beer? I've never done a shower beer. I did one Friday evening yeah. and a shower cigar. I was, I that was doesn't even make any firing sense on all cylinders. Man. How do you have a shower cigar? Like this. You're holding your hand basically out of the water Lame. as much as you can. No, I'm and out. then you go back to it and you take a drag of your cigar and you're like, yes, this is nice. This is nice. And then so, you reach to the back of the toilet and grab your beer. Cause so, <laughs> but you now just get a hot tub. Yeah. I don't. Uh, in an yeah. apartment? Yeah. Just get a hot tub. I'm or gonna, how about this? It, as as effeminate as it might sound, take a bath. I don't like baths. What? They gross me out. What? Yeah, they gross me out. You're sitting in your own fucking filth. I, okay, okay. I wanted to shower to get ready. Right, here we go. Here okay, we go. go on. This is what you do. I got you covered. You take a shower, get nice and cleaned up. And then you take a bath. Then, boop, hit what? that stopper. Take that, let just soak in that hot water. Enjoy that beer. Enjoy that cigar. Mm, just what, relax. What if there's no hot water left at that point? You know, here's the thing. You just, you just, you just, you shit on everything. You just, you're just a contrary. And you just, I was just you asking. You shit on I it. just, just said what tear if. it down. I'm like, take a bath. I don't take a bath because it's gross and you're walking around filth like a fucking pig. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs>